Welcome back to She Prop Talk. I'm Beverly, and today's guest is Monica from Geeks A Go Go. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you about what you do and especially about your amazing Phoenix monster and those amazing wings that you made. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Beverly. I am a huge fan of yours. So this is oh. such an honor to be invited to this podcast. I oh am gosh. so excited. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, gosh, of course. And truly, the honor is all mine because uh, your work is is really, really incredible. And I just um, I wish that we could do this in person so that I could look at your your costume in person because it's just the most beautiful, beautiful thing. And listeners, if you're just listening to this podcast, a podca podcast, I know I always say this, check out the video portion, but you're really going to want to look at the images um, and the work in progress pictures and the videos that we're going to be posting today um, because it's going to be awesome. And we're talking about wings. So of course you're going to want to see those. Yeah. <laughs> um, so before we launch into talking about your build, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and, uh, and what you do? Sure thing. Um, my name is Monica. I'm from geeksagogo.com. I'm born and raised in the Philippines and I now live in Chicago. Uh, I am an accountant by day and a part-time cosplayer <laughs> in my awesome. spare time, just like everyone else. Awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, and um, I've been cosplaying since 2014. Oh, awesome. And you and I kind of started at the same time because um, I start, also started in about 2014. Wow, really? I didn't yeah. even know. <laughs> I thought you were like, doing this for a longer uh, time. No, I'm I'm definitely like in the span of cos of cosplay years, not very not not as long as a lot of other people have been at this. That is for sure. Um, but so okay, so you started in 2014. What was the what got you started? What was your initial? What's your origin story, so to speak? Oh, so the first time I've attended a convention was 2013, and uh, I actually did cosplay then, but it's not like one of my homemade cosplays. Mm -hmm. It's a store-bought cosplay of Street Fighter. And awesome. I have i didn't know what to expect going to a convention. Um, when I lived in the Philippines, there was nothing any way or shape remotely similar to it. Mm -hmm. So my boyfriend, now husband, um, introduced me to going to a convention. So we went to my first convention. I was dressed up as Chun-Li and I had so much fun. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, there was just yeah. a lot of, um, there's a lot of nostalgia that ties into that character. It reminds mm -hmm. me a lot of like playing video games with my brothers. So that's how I got to pick that character for my first cosplay. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that. I love that your origin story is a store-bought costume and then that, that, got you into the love of cosplay and the community um yeah I, I i think that you don't have to make your your costume in order to be a exactly. cosplayer and to enjoy this weird geeky community that we all love so much and um, i think people forget that every single cosplayer may at some point have started just buying their cosplay before going to building elaborate things like what we're building now right mm -hmm. so yeah yeah exactly and I mean, to tell you the truth, one of my favorite um, costumes, I'm not, I mean, maybe I can call it a cosplay, but it's more 
I don't know. There, there's a difference there. I, I, I think with this particular one, but I, I bought a Linda costume from the Bob's Burger to wear <gasps> at um, for Halloween one year, and this was after I'd been cosplaying for a few years. And then I brought it to Dragon Con, and it was like the most fun. It was the most fun yes. thing ever. I love, I love that it's this ridiculous foam wig and these glasses, and I got to <laughs> I talk like that. Linda. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> super fun. <laughs> so, so while going from Chun Li store bought costume to these elaborate, you know, award winning, amazing costumes oh gosh, that you make now, you. <laughs> um, in not a lot of years, you've you you have certainly gained a lot of skills and uh, learned a lot, and you're also an educator. So you spend a lot of time writing tutorials and teaching people about these methods that you have learned um, to make costumes. Can you talk to me a little bit about your, your, your website and about what you do there? Sure thing. Um, so geeks a go, go are kind of like our slogan is enjoy your fandom your way. Um, it's a blog slash news or geek news entertainment website um, basically of Chicago so a lot of the conventions that we're featuring are Midwest conventions um, my husband does a lot of the RPG side the gaming and the RPG side of it um, I do a lot of the um, marketing and the posting and stuff like that and of course cosplay as you can see um, I do a lot of that on our website um, Brian Woodman one of our writers he does the horror horror um, section of the blog and amazing fellow. And we have a lot of like other contributors um, as much as possible. We want that website to be a hub for people to share their experiences about the convention or about geeking out. And that's kind of like what that whole website is all about. It's just sharing your experience. Well, that is amazing. I, I love that that is um, that you have taken this passion and you have you're presenting it to the community and um, making things accessible and um, providing people with. And the things that I love, that of course I love the most about your website are your your build write-ups and how thorough those are. And, <laughs> they're very thorough. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're amazing. So, so we're going to be talking today about your Phoenix monster. And I'm going to remind my listeners again to go check out if you're not watching this episode go to geeksago it is geeksagogo.com that .com okay. yep mm-hmm. um, go there and you can find this build and other builds that Monica has made and um, follow along and basically build along with the build because it's so thorough <laughs> it it's is amazing there yeah. are amazing resources it's almost like i did all of my notes for every single section of the build and just put them all into one blog post so a lot of people have told me that it's so overwhelming to read sometimes, but if you really want to know what's in it. <laughs> right. Well, you know, and I, I, I think that sometimes, especially with something that is complicated and, and a large build, that tiny little bit of information that is like key that might be frustrating to someone that they are building the same or something similar and they're finding that one angle of the one picture that you took or like that one little sentence of like how you did something exactly that one thing, if that helps one person, I feel like those elaborate tutorials and, and write-ups are worth it because you have helped bring a little bit of, you know, something that was frustrating. You've turned that into a moment of joy <laughs> and like, yeah, oh, finally, <laughs> I can, I can figure this out. So that is awesome. Yep. 
um well yeah let's um let's talk first before we start talking about wings which is what i want to focus on today um can you tell me a little bit about the phoenix monster and what the character is and what it meant to you to to yeah tell me all about it (laughs) yeah i'm really excited because i have i actually have the mini right here wow that is so this is what she looks like so beautiful this is the character of the phoenix monster so a little bit of a backstory on this this miniature, the minute I saw it, I I immediately was just floored. And I was like, I am building that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to build it. Uh-huh. I'm going to build it. And I built it in six, actually less than six months. Oh, I built, wow. Yeah, it was, I, I do not what? recommend that to anybody because it was hard. <laughs> yeah, it was hard. Like I had, I had to work nine to five and... I had to come home. The minute I come home, I start working on it right away. Um, I know I say that a lot. Don't do what I do. It's up to you guys. <laughs> it, was, it was worth it in the end, but it was it was painful for for to say the least. So that character, Phoenix Monster, was actually from um, Rising Sun. Um, this is a board game by Cole Mini or Not. And what had happened that year was they had a Kickstarter of this game and i love 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 one of their games it's called blood rage and it's about vikings and you know it's just really awesome if you got a chance to like look into it definitely look into it um rising sun is kind of like the feudal japan version of that game uh just not going into too much detail it's um it's a board game and then you kind of have your own crew of samurai and then you kind of like su- summon monsters to like um gain control of areas in japan and if i open this book it is so full of all of these beautiful images <laughs> but yeah like if you see the artwork like a lot of their characters oh, are very very elaborate um there's a lot of like really oh, cool gosh, like, armor so and whatnot and one of the stretch goals was the Phoenix monster. So um, when I saw it, I immediately told myself, yep, this is oh, happening. I'm building this. So beautiful. I'm going to do it. I don't know how. how. Could you not? I don't know how to sew. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to sew. I don't know how to make my own patterns. I don't know how to make wings. But I, my gosh, I am going to do it. Oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. It's like, it just has to happen. And I just need to figure it out. So um, did you have a deadline in mind for when you wanted this to be comp- completed? Is that why six months happened? Yes, um, I did definitely want this in time for crown. And it barely made it that day. It was <laughs> finishing touches like the day of I was still doing finishing touches. Oh, wow. um, it is on top of Arthenia, Arthenia is a little bit easier to do just because of the fact that I've had my sewing practice and all that. But Phoenix was something else. Um, I had to do embroidery and I actually bought a embroidery machine and oh, figure wow. out how to use it. Oh, that um, is a huge feat in, in yeah. itself right there wow yes. i i definitely bit off more than i can chew i'm not gonna lie uh-huh. like it it was it was really like a huge undertaking so so you learned embroidery you learned mm-hmm. how to sew you learned how to make wings 
What? You learned how to pattern? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this it was is intense, insane. Bev. I, I'm not gonna lie. It was it was not easy. Like I I know like um on a daily basis I would post like an update on where I was at. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of leading towards the actual build part, and this is um I I don't know if other people do this too. I literally just do a lot of research on how to do stuff online before I even get started doing mm-hmm. my build. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason why is because you kind of like, you kind of have to do your homework first before you start going and drafting everything out. Yeah. Um, and of course there's, there's going to be a few like, you know, like pains along the way you'll make mistakes and whatnot, mm-hmm. but yeah, you just gotta, just gotta know where to look. Um, which brings the fact like um, the wings. So the wings are not my original design, I would say, um, for, you know, the mechanics and all that. I mean, everyone knows Crooked Feather. Yeah. Yeah. So it's amazing. Yeah, she is. She's incredible. And she has pretty much like kind of like pioneered the whole wing, Mm -hmm. mechanical wing um, builds, right, for cosplay. Yes. And if it weren't for her, and I know I'm sharing about the wings and how I'm building it right now, but I also want to respect Alexis. Alexis is the real name of like Crooked Feather. Mm-hmm. And not to give out too much information. Mm-hmm. Just like when my blog posts about building this, um, part of the reason why is because I know this is her livelihood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like if it weren't for her tutorials and for her Patreon, I was mm-hmm. a, I, I'm a huge patron of hers. Um, if it weren't for that, I wouldn't be able to build something this beautiful. So, awesome. um, so great. Well, um, I, I, I remembered that, um, that the Crooked Feather was uh, a, a major portion of how you were able to make this happen. So let's talk about that for a second and let's give her a little bit of, of love because I, I absolutely love her work. But yes, we need to support her and her work. Um, so... You mentioned Patreon. If someone wants to follow in your footsteps, um, where where can we find her? Oh, um, her Patreon. Yep, is Crooked Feather. Uh, just search for it on Patreon, and she will she will have some videos on her YouTube channel. But the advantage of having or being a patron of hers in Patreon is she would actually list all of the materials for you. and eliminate a lot of the guesswork and even to the point where um you measure your wings she will Mm -hmm. have that available for you cool so okay her her patreon page is very filled with all of the information and whatnot um but what i will share on top of the making part of the wings today is what i would have done different with the wings based on what i've learned from her and i think that's not a lot of um uh not a lot of people share that part Mm -hmm. uh, like the modification part of it but yeah (laughs) cool okay yeah awesome i i I did look at her website um briefly uh like a year or two ago two years ago maybe um because i wanted to make some wings for a costume and she also sells kits or she'll yes. take, yeah, if she's available. There is sometimes a big long waiting list, I think. But um, yeah, go go check her out. The Crooked Feather, everyone. 
and I'll post, post some links too, because yes, it, it is important to um, to give proper kit credit if you're using a kit from someone or having a lot of help like that. That mm-hmm. is very important. So good. Okay. Well, um, tell tell us how how to begin. I mean, we already kind of talked about crooked feather, but um, yeah, take us from there. Um, let's start about the um, let's start with the bodice okay. or the the dress. Perfect. Um, I've never made my own pattern before, so it was just, I literally took a dress out of my closet and kind of just traced it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Did you cut it apart or did you? um, No, I just, um, I saw this YouTube video where you you fold your dress in half Ah. and you kind of just, I kind of just used it as a base pattern. So I did the neck part and the, the sleeve part um and trace it on fabric there's a lot of trial and error involved in that and um i had to stay true to how the dress looked on the character because under under the gold um dress there was actually red so i had to do two layers of fabric and then um and then i just like googled like patterns for sleeves Oh, and I did just trial and error. <laughs> I I still sleeves. I'm still trying to figure out sleeves to be honest. <laughs> yeah, um, sleeves are evil. Sleeves they are. are evil. They are so evil. Oh my god. Well, I'm gonna um, while you were talking, I'm just gonna hop over to your website and um, kind of follow along because I I want to be able to ask questions. Um, so. Yeah, uh, watchers, my computer is kind of far away, so I have to reach. Sorry, we had to take a little detour because I had to catch up. I'm not as um, organized as I thought I was for this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Because <laughs> there's a lot to follow along on. I mean, your, there, your work in progress pictures are, are phenomenal. And yeah, so, okay. All right. So you're so you had different layers of the of the under, like the, the dress. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I had like a couple of layers in there. Um, yeah, like it, like you were saying, you know, where do I even start with this? Because there's just so much detail that went into making this. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's kind of like overwhelming, <laughs> almost. But yeah, um, sure. so the dress, I I pretty much like tried as much as possible to um, create my own pattern. Um, oh, there's this. Um, there's this uh, YouTuber that I followed too, and she had a tutorial on how to measure yourself and make a high slit gown. And oh. yep. Um, and the name of the YouTuber is My Style Diary with okay. two Y's. Um, she did an amazing tutorial. It, it was it was a really long video, so I tried as much as possible to follow along as much as I could. Um, right. My Style Diary and Daniela Tabois, they're both um, black YouTubers, and I follow them. They have really, really intensive um, sewing tutorials on their YouTube channels. Oh, awesome. So, okay. Well, I'm going, I will link to those in the show notes if you're watching the, uh, the episode. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah, after I did, I did the tracing on my dress, that didn't work out. Q YouTuber who taught me how to do the measurement. <laughs> YouTube has been a blessing. Yeah, no so, doubt. 
Yeah, so I, I learned a lot um, from her video, and surprisingly, I was able to fit that dress, like, first try. Whew, that was hard. Oh it was hard. Gosh. Like, it, I just, like, literally just fit it. Because um, she really, like, will run you through how to measure everything and pattern it yourself. So with that, and then I added a few allowances. I, I added, like, a quarter-inch allowance mm -hmm. on everything after I put my pattern together. And, yeah, it worked out. Like, thank God, because fabric is not cheap. Uh, <laughs> did, you, yeah. did you make a, did you make a, a mock-up? first no. <gasps> no you are brave i'm part i'm part of team no mock-up but it's oh my gosh. a good idea <laughs> wow it's, that's yeah. insane okay well, yeah, honestly yeah honestly if i had to do it all over again i would definitely have to do a mock-up for sure yeah well yeah that's yeah. that's super super brave of you um <laughs> my my hat is off to you monica for that <laughs> That's crazy. I think we should have patches, have patches for things like that, like cosplay <laughs> accomplishment patches. Like, yeah. Uh, fit on the first time with no yeah, mock-up like, patch. No, no mock-up. <laughs> but right. it doesn't always work, though. Like, the yeah. sleeves, I know the sleeves I had to do three times because, wow. um, yeah, this always fluctuates. My, my arm size always fluctuates depending on if I'm eating a lot of salty food. Sure. <laughs> Me too. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially when it's, yeah, I mean, if, if you're making something that is form-fitting, that is, bodies change pretty quickly. Yep. I know mine yep. does. <laughs> well, let's talk, you've got some, um, are they like, pe they look like peacock feathers. Peacock feathers. But they're, but yep. they're fabric. It looks like they're fabric. Can you talk about those? So, are they fabric or are they? Oh, yes, for sure. So, um, uh, let me, let me talk about these kind of like dangling things from my, my sleeve. Um, the character had like some sort of like feathering kind of like look on her sleeves and it's of course it's double sided it's gold on one on the front and then red on underneath and i actually had to embroidery all of the detailing on these sleeves and the peacock feathers are real peacock feathers um i know you're an advocate for as much as possible no um animal um what parts. do you call this? Like parts? Yes. Yeah. 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 But well, everyone has to do what they're comfortable with. Yeah. 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 But, you know, like come to think of it, if I would have made, because recently I made a, a foam bird. I don't know if you've, you've seen me make it. I haven't seen that. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. yeah. I made this foam, foam bird made out of HD foam and I hand cut like the feathers to make it look like real feathers. I'll probably just send you a picture of it. Yeah, and it actually worked out better compared to the real feathers. And huh. part of the reason why is because if you heat up foam, you can form form it to whatever shape you wanted it. And if only I have known how to do that, I would have probably just used foam. Yeah. And and I'll talk about the feathers and the wings too. Yeah. On top of that later when we get to that part. But yeah, that um that embroidery they were all, all um I didn't know how to digitize embroidery yet. So I had to do freestyle oh, machine those are embroidery. Freestyle. Wow. Which Amazing. which was painful. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It, it looked cool though. It looked nice. Like it had yeah. a, it looks the amazing. texture. That looks Thank beautiful. You. 
Well, I'm looking at more more of these pictures, and um, I'm looking at the the photos that have like the the extra layers of looks like tool or something mm -hmm. underneath. Like they look like flames. Can you talk yep. about those a little bit? Sure. Um, those so that kind of like mimics the back part of the Phoenix monster. So here's the mini again, um, just to kind of just see um, in the back there. It's kind of like her tail. Like she kind of has oh, okay. this like. Yeah. tail going down there and uh, what it is it's a different um, color of tool that I have uh, cut into kind of like a leaf or a long feather shape mm -hmm. and put them all on top of each other and it made it look like this really nice ombre kind of like looking fabric in the back so it had a really nice effect it's it is beautiful, and it, it they look like feathers. They yep. really do. It's beautiful. Yep. And then the top parts of it, those are the tinier parts are mm -hmm. ostrich feathers that are colored um, black, purple, and red. Um, wow. And it gave it that really nice kind of like fuller, like I actually look like kind of like a bird after that was in there. That is beautiful. And I'm sure with the, the feathers, kind of the motion of the feathers when you walk or you move at all, um, mm -hmm. that effect. I'm going to have to throw up some um, of the videos that you posted as well, just uh, of, of the wings opening and you kind of moving around in this costume because it's it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> did you dye some fabric as well? Um, this time, no. I okay. I just recently learned how to dye fabric last okay. year. So, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I wish I did because <laughs> that would have been cool because it did look like a little bit more of um, it's fading to black um, underneath. That would have been a really nice like touch mm -hmm. to that cosplay. Well, it's beautiful no matter whether or not you dyed it. I was looking at the, you've got so many layers of the tool stacked on top. It looks like, like it's a gradient. So that's why I was wondering if it, if it had been yeah. dyed. Oh my gosh, that was that was such a pain to do because <laughs> when you cut tool like that, it um because of the static, it like oh. bunches up. Oh, so I had to figure out how how am I gonna make this all stick together without it bunching up like that? So I had to like do like a running stitch and like sew oh like a line them together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure you learned the hard way. Yes. With, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I wish I would have done that. Like if anyone planned on doing that, um, definitely based first before cutting because man, those things just, they're it's slippery slip and they just yeah. start shifting. So, so yeah, I had such a hard time. <laughs> okay. So when you were done making the, the dress, what did you move on to from there? After the dress, I had to move on to the wig because I had to figure out how I'm going to keep <laughs> my crown in my wig because it was heavy. Um, so the crown part, which is this really elaborate piece, it has all of this um, um, bevel-like stuff going on. Um, that's like a combination of foam and warbler. Mm -hmm. and, and I had to, to make sure who are, 
Sorry, I'm interrupting you. You've got oh, to tell sure, the sure. listeners who aren't watching this right now how big this thing is that is on your head, this crown. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, was, it was a good 15 inches. Just to give you an idea of how heavy that thing was, that, um, that crown, the base part of the crown, that big plate that looked like kind of like a diamond, mm-hmm. it sat over here. Oh my gosh. And when I wore that for a competition, I was wearing the whole cosplay for 12 hours. And at the end of the night, I had a dent on my forehead. I bet you did. I'm not surprised. Oh, that's crazy. I had a little like dent over here. Yeah, it, it didn't even go. I think it went away like in the afternoon the, the following day, but it was there for a while. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I, 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 I think we have all been there. Is that one of the things that if... If you're going to remake this, would you address that a little bit oh, differently? Yeah. Yeah. So when I the the second iteration of the crown, I actually did for Gen Con because I wanted to oh. compete it for Gen Con, and I made it with foam this time around, and that was so much better, <laughs> so much better. So was it Warbler because... first? The the first one? Did you put Warbler on there? Yeah. 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 So I did yeah. Warbler first, and it. It did it really well, you know, it had, you you know, it really made it look like gold. It made it look like it was made of metal. But at the same time, you know, you can just paint foam to make it look like metal. Um, yeah. Right now, like, <laughs> after that, I was, like, for sure, like, team foam from then yeah. on out. <laughs> team but, foam. <laughs> yeah, it was so, it was so heavy. heavy. Like, it yeah. was heavy on your head. And plus the fact that I did notice a difference with heat. Because mm-hmm. with the warbler, for how heavy it was, and all of the layers together, it did generate a lot of heat on my wig, like inside oh, my okay. wig. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so having the foam, which was a lot li- uh, lighter and was a lot thinner, it really helped out a lot. Uh, balancing in my head too. <laughs> so- oh sure, I bet without having to. I bet your neck felt a lot better too. Yes. Um, So, so you use something from the dollar store to help boost up the shape of your wig. Um, I did. You talk about that a little bit. (laughs) So Dollar Tree or dollar store has been always my go-to for like little like cylindrical items. Mm -hmm. That way I don't have to start from scratch. And I was looking for something like tall enough that would actually support my my crown. Mm-hmm. So chicken wire was out of the question because oh. that thing would just fall right on there. Yeah. And I tried to look for other alternatives. I even tried doing like a plastic, um, what do you call this? It's almost like the clear warbler. I tried that. Oh, the transpa, transpa art. Yeah, yeah. the transpa yeah. art. And the only other thing that I can think of that can hold that type of weight <laughs> was a Tupperware that I sure. got from the dollar store. <laughs> it was, it was That's actually perfect. a lot. Yeah, it was perfect. It was, it was a lot smaller um, in size. Like I know like with the, with the wig put together and everything, it looks huge. Okay, it does look humongous. Huge. But it actually, it was only like one of those small Tupperware cylinders that they have on the Dollar Tree that that was like probably about a foot high and like like four inches in diameter. It wasn't that big at all. Um, I just had to like fill it up with with batting uh-huh. okay. and put fabric 
around it so that it won't show up when I put my wig here on it. Mm -hmm. okay. So that so, it's not, it's like they're all blended. So there are two different parts. You had mm -hmm. two different parts. You had a base base yep. wig and then the the extension. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I had two wigs in there. That's amazing. Well, yes. that's a really smart way to do it then, because um, yeah, a lot more manageable and yeah, interesting. I I love how you did that. So so we've talked about the wig and that fantastic headdress. Um, and so um, I don't know. Are we ready to talk about some wings? Yes, definitely. Okay. Oh my god, so, I'm so excited. <laughs> so can you describe the wings to um, people who are just listening right now? Um, sure thing. So the wings were about 14 feet in length. It was really long once it's like oh folded gosh. out. It was really long and they weighed about 15 pounds. Oh my um, gosh. And there's about... Wow. Yeah, like I'm, I'm just like remembering everything right now and I'm feeling the weight on my back <laughs> so I'm about it, to be honest it was traumatic it was, was it? really heavy yeah <laughs> like man now I remember how heavy it was it was really heavy um a lot of people like think that oh it's the what do you call this it's it's the metal the metal makes it heavy it actually is not the metal part is aluminum, so we got aluminum um, columns or aluminum piping from Home Depot, mm -hmm. and my husband helped me cut cut it to size. Mm -hmm. Originally, I wanted it bigger, and I'm mm -hmm. glad I didn't do that. <laughs> because... It's pretty pretty incredible. Yeah, it it's it was really really long, um, but yeah, the aluminum was light, um, so I have. Um, and I, I think you're gonna throw up a picture, right? Like with oh, the yes. sure with the cutout uh, portions. But yeah, like I have numbered all of my columns, my metal my metal bars up, just so that we know which ones going to which side. It really like assembling the the wing part, the wing skeleton. It really depends on what type of wings you want and how you want them to open up. So. It's a lot of like experimenting on how long um, the shorter parts are. My husband ended up drilling holes and we ended up putting Chicago screws in there. Yeah. Um, that way, you know, there's there's a really nice um, like continuous like movement in there. It's not okay. getting caught in like the what do you call it? The ridges from okay. from like other screws. So yeah, so they'll have that continuous like kind of just okay. like bending motion. Yeah, so you you yep. kind of had to experiment with um, with a lot of your own um, lengths of the material that you used and the the placement of and the types of hardware that you had to use. Um, Chicago yes. screws are like uh, amazing. Um, they are mm -hmm. awesome. I think if I could only have one kind of piece of hardware, it would be a Chicago screw. <laughs> Yes, sure. yes, definitely. If only they were cheaper. That oh, was another yeah. thing. No doubt. No um, doubt. But yeah, I, I love using them with a lot of my projects. They, they're they just so nifty. Um, and yeah, you can use it with almost like a lot of things, especially if you have like something that's mechanical. Mm -hmm. um, that helps out a lot. So all of the metal piping, I had attached that to a aluminum sheet that I also found at Home Depot. 
and my husband had to cut it to size. Now, um, Crooked Feather on her kits, she has like pre-cut aluminum mm-hmm. um, back, like the back support part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone who welds around here or anyone who does fabrication mm-hmm. or, or steel fabrication. So that was kind of like a no-go. So the next best thing for me to do was to go with the metal plate. Mm-hmm. And it actually did work out really well. Um, I ended up just bending it to the curve of my back, just like slowly, just kind of just gauging it when I was like bending it on my my leg or my knee section. Okay. It wasn't that hard to bend, so it yeah. was it was doable, and it and really did aluminum. like. Yep, okay. it's aluminum okay. sheet. I saved a lot of money. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, oh, but sure. Yeah, <laughs> I did save absolutely. up a lot of money, like using using what I've got. Yeah. Um. I did eliminate one thing out of her tutorial, and that's because it didn't call for the type of wings that I was making it for. Mm-hmm. Um, so on her tutorial, she had drilled holes at the bottom part. So so the wings is like, there's like a V before you have like the extended part. The bottom part of that one V holds the larger feathers that you see on most of the big big wing builds, mm-hmm. the ones with the thick, long feathers. Mm-hmm. Um, you're supposed to drill holes there, and then you're supposed to anchor the big feathers into it and then mm-hmm. stitch them together. Mm-hmm. I ended up skipping that part. So I, mm-hmm. I started painting some big feathers. And let me tell you, um, with the type of um, wire that held those big feathers together, after mm-hmm. I added it, into that bar it was already way too heavy oh boy. like i bet so yeah so i had to eliminate it mm-hmm. i had to i had to take that out mm-hmm. and i opted for real feathers instead but guess yeah. what <laughs> real feathers are also heavy oh they are and they are actually like <laughs> like oh my gosh. you know like the whole thing about as light as a feather yeah <laughs> Um, if it's one feather, it's light. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, um, so, so it goes to, yeah. now we go to the part where the feathers go to, the sleeve, mm-hmm. the one that covers the whole frame. Okay. So after you're done using your frame or making your frame out of the aluminum, um, bars, you have to make the sleeves for it. And that's kind of like the, the pretty part that covers up everything. Okay. And in order to do that. Uh, you need to get fabric. Um, for for this one, it was um, it was felt fabric that she used, and um, you basically have to glue and stitch the feathers down to it in order for it to stay put when you're okay. going around and whatnot. That adds a lot of weight. Um, oh, I bet, I bet. So not fabric. knowing all, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. knowing all this, um, yeah, everything was just adding a lot of weight. And this mm-hmm. is this is the part where I was, like, telling you earlier, if I had to do it all over again and make them out of, like, two or one millimeter foam, I would mm-hmm. have totally done that because yeah. it was just way too heavy. Um, the batteries were heavy. I had two mm-hmm. 12-volt batteries that were powering the actuators that were lifting the wings. Mm-hmm. Those were heavy too. So yeah. there's a lot of heavy hardware like 
um, that is going. That's crazy. So my my Hella helmet is only like two something pounds. So I can't imagine having fifteen pounds. You said fifteen, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's massive. It's actually wow. it's a lot, actually a lot heavier than my Arsenia build, the one where I had like a little cathedral in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one was actually a lot lighter than the wings. Oh my so gosh. So I opted out not having to wear any type of shoes with my Phoenix cosplay because of that reason. Because if I had to wear high heels oh. and those wings, oh, you, you would have <laughs> a bad combo. Yeah, that is that is a horrible combination. So what did you yeah. end up using for shoes? For, I actually for ended up <laughs> well I I wore like leggings I wore like white um pantyhose because mm-hmm. I I didn't see the point of like painting white uh, body paint on my legs since it's mm-hmm. going to be it's going to be brushing against my dress and mm-hmm. that's just bad news oh, like yeah, I'll have like absolutely. white paint everywhere yeah so I ended up wearing white pantyhose and the bottom part of it, I actually stuck one of those, um, they were like adhesive um, foot covers if you wanted okay. to go around barefoot. Yeah. And luckily they had that available around that time. So I just bought a, uh, a pair and it worked really well. Like I oh, just like, perfect. yeah. So I just glued that to um, the soles of my foot and oh my that gosh. helped out a lot. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, that's a great idea, especially when you're, I can't trying to stay in there and trying to stay comfortable and not having to yep. deal with heels. Um, that was brilliant. brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> well, um, I'm getting a little ahead of myself in asking you about footwear because um, I want to ask you a few more questions about the wings. Sure. Um, yeah. So they, you have actuators and actuators mean that they open, that they are motorized and they open. So how um, is it, do you have like a little button that you push? Is it like, um, Tell tell me where you put that on your costume and how how you decided to do that part. Yeah, sure thing. So, in layman's terms, if you're familiar with those lifts that lift up your TV, yeah. from like those Murphy things, mm-hmm. those are actually what's being used to open up those wings and to turn it on and off. It's not a regular on and off remote control switch. Oh, okay. It, actually similar to something that you would would you would use for a garage door opener i learned that the hard way um because sometimes um manufacturers they tend to mix up like parts Mm -hmm. even if it has the same code and i actually had to ask for help from my friend hdc cosplay because he knows about electronics I hired him to kind of like help me out with that part because I followed the diagram to a T with the wiring and I know how to solder electronics and all that, but there was obviously like something wrong with the, um, with the switch because when I turned it on, all it would do was open it. But when you turn it off, it won't go back oh, down. Oh, oh my gosh. It must've been so frustrating. Yeah. It was really <laughs> frustrating. And like, you know, like, almost $80 after that then then we found out like okay this is the wrong part like what you need to do is something that's similar to a garage door opener so basically you know same principle if you turn it on it will open 
And if mm-hmm. you turn it off, it will close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like the simplest way how I can uh, yeah. describe it. Awesome. Well, we'll have to, yeah. So listeners, watchers, if you are interested in hearing a lot more about this, like just go support the Crooked Feather on her Patreon and yep. and um, get all the info from there. So yep. awesome. Well, she will have the parts listed out, but like mm-hmm. I said, you know, if you know the parts that goes behind that and like garage door opener clickers or like uh, mechanisms you can easily buy that at any hardware store yeah oh. um yeah wow. cool so yeah wow. that that makes it like really easy to do um but yeah that that's pretty much most of the mechanics for that um just keep in mind that does add some more weight and i know i i keep stressing weight a lot but I'm not getting any younger. So it really, it hey, really like, you. takes a hole in your back, you know? <laughs> like, it, it will really, like, mess up your back if um, if you don't balance everything well. So yeah. just having to substitute, um, like I said, you know, like, the type of material you use for the sleeve part of it. Um, I know, like, um, initially, like, people would use broadcloth for, like, the big feathers uh, when they make them. Um, I would probably also use foam. It would mm-hmm. actually be a lot lighter. I would probably use something else other than aluminum wire to like hold it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Well, this is this is all really great information. I, I I was going to ask you what you would do differently if you um, were going to make it again, but yeah, we've been kind of talking about that this whole time too, because you do yep. you learn so much um, when you are tackling, but certainly a big giant project like this and I'm sure did you ever at any point did you ever like ask yourself like what what have I done (laughs) why am I making this oh my gosh why am I doing this to myself (laughs) it was it was really like intense like um sewing the the feathers down for that and I actually had to go through that the feather effect of that phoenix feather was supposed to be kind of like an ombre looking thing Mm -hmm. and so i had to i had to get all these different color feathers Mm -hmm. now they will say on the package how much it weighs so i think it was like a pound of feather or something like that and i ended up with so imagine um carrying 800 feathers in that thing it was a lot wow it was a lot oh my gosh so i had to i had actually um, at first, I tried sewing them through my sewing machine and thought, oh, this will be great. You know, I'll be done in no time. And that backfired. So I had to hand sew them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And hand sewing feathers into the thing. And what I was trying to do, I was probably doing it wrong. Because what I was trying to do was I was trying to sew it on, like, the middle part of the feather where it's, like, mm-hmm. really hard. That way it won't like tear up easily okay. when I when I yeah. sew it. Yeah. Um, but then I've learned after that, despite sewing them, and I sew it twice on two different points mm-hmm. so that it will be really stable. You mm-hmm. have to glue them down too on top of that. Oh my gosh! And then that adds <laughs> to the weight and everything. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So I how mean, much? How much weight do you think you could take off if you remade them in foam and then knowing what you know about everything? Um, what would your goal weight be for 
like five I, pounds off. Five pounds. <laughs> like, at yeah. least I, I really like it would be a dream and it would be really nice if I could like make the wings like five to 10 pounds at least. Yeah. Because yeah. 15 to 20 was a killer. And like, like I said, you know, like the feathers weighed heavy. Like they don't look like a lot, but they were a lot of feathers and they mm-hmm. were like overlapping. Mm-hmm. And absolutely gorgeous. Um, it looked I'm, great, right? <laughs> and the, the, the photos that um, uh, from Alexandria Lee Studios. Oh my gosh, they are. It's, it's magical. It, it's a magical photo, but you can really like see the the feathers and how like what that effect was so so did this costume meet all of your expectations and your dreams and when when you put it on what what did that feel like when you finally put the whole thing on and you got the wings on was it the convention day that you finally got to put the whole thing on (laughs) at the same time (laughs) be honest (laughs) (laughs) i am so notorious for that because <laughs> people be asking me especially at c2e2 you know at c2e2 yeah. that's that's kind of like everyone's like all right you want to see it mm-hmm. did you finish it already i was like nope <laughs> <laughs> they want the reveal like before the convention sure yeah but you guys yeah. know you're not gonna get the reveal before the convention come on now i'm still working on it that's so hard. Yeah, and, and that is amazing. You 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 have to learn so many so many things and work so quickly and go through so yeah. many obstacles. Um, so if anyone was going to attempt um, the Phoenix monster costume or or wings, we've talked about the crooked feather, which is an amazing resource for anyone that is looking to learn how to make wings or um, uh, check out the different options that she has for, uh, for making wings. What other, what other advice would you give someone that might be wanting to start out with a huge project like this, like you did? <laughs> Definitely give yourself some time because I, oh man, like those feathers <laughs> alone well because I was like I was really like I thought I was getting a really good um time because we figured out the mechanics of the wings you know we cut our own metal we did all all this other things you know what really took the longest time was those feathers yeah just wow sewing and gluing them down because there's so many of them they're small and I had to make sure that both of them because of the color scheme both of them had to actually be balanced, like how I placed the colors together. I had oh, to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. I had to make sure that they match because if they don't match, it would show up really, really obvious. Wow. Yeah. It would yeah. be too obvious if it, um, yeah, if they didn't match. So every single feather was measured and accounted for. And like I, I had to count how many I'm using on each side. That was crazy. Wow. Oh and even gosh. the placement of it, like how it how it curved, because mm-hmm. I was using like the rooster tail feathers, mm-hmm. like how it curved had to go the same direction as the other side. Um, definitely give yourself some time and um, a lot of research because mm-hmm. um, it it did like crooked feathers stuff like really did help me a lot. But I wish I had a lot more time to like research alternatives Mm -hmm. to what was there um i'm not saying that her method doesn't work it Mm -hmm. works 
I just wished I had for for my own build. I had mine different because I had a little bit different expectation. Like I wanted my wings a little bit lighter mm -hmm. or a little bit more um, sure. like different shape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. One one of the things that's hard to uh, anticipate when you've never made one before. So yep. are you gonna make more wings? More costumes with wings after this. <laughs> well, actually, I, I've been, I've been just dying to make more wings. Um, last year, I was actually going to get started on, um, aside from redoing the the wing sleeves mm -hmm. for the Phoenix Monster, because I really wanted to do a version 2.0 of it. I actually wanted to do um, Queen Angelica from She-Ra like awesome. so bad like I really oh. wanted to do that so bad and I found this artwork that I really fell in love with and uh I got hired to do a cosplay for for a convention awesome. so oh so yeah, yeah. it's a good trade-off <laughs> yeah totally well it'll it'll still be there yeah for you to make that's amazing well this has been this has been so great getting to talk to you about this unbelievably beautiful costume that you have uh, made and put your heart and soul into. Um, so I, we are, we are out of time, unfortunately, although I feel like we could talk for a lot longer about this project because there's just so many, so many parts. We didn't even get a chance to talk about your, your, your sword, your prop. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe before we sign off just real quick, you can kind of quickly tell me a little bit about it. Um, cause I will throw some pictures up. Uh, let me see if I can, if you send me a picture. Yep, it's really just um, it's really just made of foam, and like the first iteration was made with warbla, which again like weighed it all down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, let's just put it this way: like during the competition, which was the first time I'm I'm wearing this entire thing. Um, <laughs> wow! <laughs> everything weighed so heavy that my arm, my right arm, was numb by the time I was on stage that night. Oh my gosh! It was oh, really Maya. not. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, but yeah, you like I killed was, it I on stage. I'm sure. On. <laughs> <laughs> I I think if you rewatch that video from that competition, you will kind of see me like kind of like looking at my hand as I was <laughs> okay. trying to switch the wing on because I was I was gonna use my left hand to like switch it on. Uh huh. Just because I'm losing. Oh, because you're losing <laughs> feeling in your right arm. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> Things that we do. Insane. That is insane. <laughs> well, that is amazing. Well, if someone wanted to to, um, to look at your work in progress pictures and to follow your work, where can we find you online? Sure thing. Um, you can definitely see most of my work at geeksagogo.com. Um, if you click on the website, there is a portion there that would say Paraluman Cosplay. Just click on that and it would have all of my builds, especially my competition pieces and a lot of like some feature articles that um, I um, spoke to people about. Um, but yeah, and you can find it on Instagram as well, Facebook and Twitter at Geeksagogo, um, one word. And um, yeah, on our YouTube channel as well, um, youtube.com slash slash geeks ago <laughs> <laughs> perfect that is like the most organized best answer i've ever gotten <laughs> wonderful well it has been my absolute pleasure getting to chat with you today thank you again very much for joining me 
and yeah, yeah. listeners. For having me. <laughs> yes, oh my gosh, absolutely. And we'll have to talk again sometime. I'm sure you're not done with making crazy, crazy, <laughs> big, giant costumes, and uh, we'll have to revisit your you again uh, if you make wings again a different way. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. I'll probably find find time to like write those very extensive articles. <laughs> Please do. I'm, I, I, I would love that. Well, listeners and watchers, thank you very much for tuning in again to another episode of She Prop Talk. And we will see you next time. Thank Bye. you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Monica. Bye. Thank you. Bye.